quote, you can't calm the storm, so stop trying. What you can do is calm yourself. The storm will pass, end quote. Author unknown. Yeah, can I go home now? What, now that we started working? Yeah, sure, Steve. Cool, see ya. Don't make me give Tim your job. You wouldn't dare. I'm afraid Tim's gonna skin me and turn me into a lamp, but you know. I'll stay. Awesome. Welcome to the Inside Scooper number 34. You guys know who I am. I'm the script keeper. And I'm Steve. And that is Steve. Let's hurry this up so I can go home. Yep. Steve's motivations are clear. My motivations are to get you three exclusive skitscats for joining our Patreon. Extra punishment. I've got post-apocalyptic Dave and Angus continuing here and only here. You should feel bad. Plus an exclusive Liam the Monster Hunter and Adventures of of Greater Halifax. Ugh. Then Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I peel back some of the layers of turd. Gross. I don't know. We go inside shit. Fucking gross. I don't know how we got here either, Steve, but we continue. Ugh. Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I, we talk about all the ice wall stuff. Dumb. We talk a little bit about the Order of the Elder Turds. Probably dumb, but I forgot. Right. Sounds dumb. Yeah, my band got nominated for a Country and Music Award, and it's probably your guys' fault. Very. Come on. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Alright, less than dumb. So three skit scats and an inside shit with Mrs. Scriptkeeper. That's my way of starting off your Monday. What a nightmare. Well, before we dig into all the exclusives, let's first talk about, you know, what's going on this week. Yeah, me going home early every day. Yeah, not even close this week. On the Tuesday Scatcast Show, lots of new stories for you. Liam the Monster Hunter, also probably a time-traveling religious figure. You filthy fucker. And an Adventures of Gunner Halifax called The Trial of Halifax. Dumb. Then on Wednesday, the dipshit files, we'll talk about that in the inside shit since Mrs. Scriptkeeper's here, but she's not here this second, so we'll move along. But Wednesday is the dipshit files where we do our true crime, and you guys know. You guys know. You're, that's why you're here. Yeah, move along. Thursday, holy fuck, a lot of efforts going into Thursday. Ugh. You definitely can't go home early on Thursday. Yeah, fuck Dave and Angus. Yeah, it's the Dave and Angus show, and they are leaving to go on the Ice Walls expedition. Yeah, I fucking hate you, Zach. I probably deserve that, Steve. You do, you twat. Well, there's all sorts of bonus shit if you got the boarding pass, and a whole bunch of you did. Fucking thank you so much. Shame on all of you. This week is busy. We're gonna dump all the training courses, which there's only four. Dumb. And two of them are up right now. That makes me mad. Use your boarding pass. I fucking hate it. Yeah, well, there'll also be a tour through the Illuminati scumfucker as well, so... Of all the fucking dumb things podcasters do. Well, as much as it pains me to watch the scientific method get shit on, I am in some small way proud to help Angus get to the ice walls. Yep, there are no ice walls. Yeah, well, for the next three weeks, lots of crazy shit's going on. Fuck. And then Friday, we just arrived with Jeff and Shaden and myself, and more conversations about our wieners, I guess. Fuck. Yeah, I love those guys, and we always have a fun time. Hope you're enjoying the ride with us. Now let's get to post-apocalyptica. End of the world. It's the end of the world. On this week's post-apocalyptic short, Dave and Angus are being chased by zombies because it's a zombie thing. There we go. Hurry up, Dad. I'm coming, goddammit. Hurry up, Dave. Don't wait for me. I'm not going to wait for you. That's why I'm telling you to hurry up, Dave. Why can't I shoot the zombies again? Because we know we can save them. We can't shoot them. That'd be murder. They're trying to kill us, boy. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and Angus don't give a shit, so an Angus has to lay a zombie down. Dad, no. I can't keep running. Angus, stop. I, I did stop. I'm going to shoot these zombies. That's why I stopped. Okay, then I mean stop stopping and continue running. Yeah. I'm sick of running, Dave. And fuck this zombie soccer team, Dave. They won't give up. Yeah, they're pretty fast. This, yeah. These guys must have been like pro or semi-pro. Right, well, I have no idea where my dad parked Chugsy. He's probably drunk. I don't know. Dad, are you there, man? Come on. Shit. Hope Dad and Zombie Steve are okay. I'm sure they're fine. Let's just get back to the clock tower. No, sorry, Dave. It's time to blow some fucking zombie heads off. Because RC is right. They're fucking people. We can save them if we just figure it out and not kill them and wait. I'm not a fucking scientist, Dave. And these zombies super inconvenience my life, Dave. Right, but these are Spokane citizens, and if we just give them some moonshine, we know that they'll turn back to a person, at least briefly. We also know if I point this fucking gun in their heads and pull the trigger, their heads will explode, and then they'll stop chasing us, Dave. Oh, come on, Dad. That guy wants to eat a chunk of your brain out of your head while you're alive, boy. But if we give him Grandpa's moonshine, he'll be okay. Boy, there's not enough moonshine to save two people, let alone these fucking ten people, let alone the fucking world. Well, let's just run. We can outrun them. Well, last time it was that gaggle of long-distance bicyclist zombies, Dave. Right, they chased us for like a half a day. This is where Angus makes a stand, Dave. This forever soils your character, Dad. What the fuck ever, Chitron? Stop, stop. You didn't do anything. Except for now you guarantee that we can't save them. Oh, because all the bullet wounds? Yes, and now they're still walking at us, but now they just can't be saved. Whatever, fuck soccer anyway. Oh my God, oh my fuck God, you, Angus.
Dave, Angus, and RC lost the zombies after making them unsavable, and they continue to search downtown Spokane for Angus's wife. You promised me you didn't kill Mom. Boy, we've been over this. Promise me, Dad. There's a possibility that I shot your mother. I don't know. God damn it, Dad. Uh, there was a lot of confusion when all this shit went down. I didn't know. All right, well, not to be rude, but what are the odds that you killed her? Like, pretty good? Or I don't know. Say 50-50, Dave. All right, so that justifies us out here risking our lives to find her. Yeah, maybe 70-30. I don't know. 70-30 in which direction? Yeah, which direction do you need? God damn it. Dad, that spotlight. Yeah, I see it. The spotlight people want to lure us in, kill us, uh, take all our shit. Who knows what happened, Angus? We still don't really know. Well, maybe we should join a post-apocalyptic gang, Dave. I'm not really sure I want to do that. Oh, fuck, Dave. We should start our own post-apocalyptic gang, Dave. No, I really don't want that. Oh, I'm going to run a post-apocalyptic zombie slam cult, Dave. I'm, I'm against that. Fucking season two's going to kick fucking ass, Dave. Can we please not join a cult and or gang? Mm. I'm not joining a cult and or gang. No, again, Dave, I'm going to found a cult and or no, gang. I don't that sounds wanna. fine. RC no. gets it. Now, hold on as I check to see if this zombie's my wife. Hey, zombie. <laughs> R.C., is that your mom? It's a guy. This zombie shit makes people really fugly. I don't know. It's not mom, no. Good to know. Angus. <laughs> Angus, what was the point of that? Yeah, now we just can't be saved, Dad. You're an ass. No, I'm more like a dark hero. No, if people fix the world, you should go to jail for this kind of shit. You know that we can fix them. We just don't know how to fix them because we're not fucking scientists. Right. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, Dave. God damn it. An Angus Ecclees don't give a fuck about the consequences, Dave. That's because an Angus Ecclees is a cunt Ecclees. Seriously, what? Cunt Ecclees? I don't know. <laughs> Join us next Inside Scooper for more David Angus in Post Apocalyptica. Let's keep the skit scat hose on full blast, shall we, Steve? Yeah, please don't ever talk to me like that again. Right, well, grab your Marnia blanket. It's about cold enough. Yeah, it is a soft blanket. Yeah, we're talking about the Marnia map blanket. You can get that at scatcast.com. A lot of you already have. It's fucking sweet. Whatever. We call this Liam the Monster Hunter exclusive, The Wizard's Call. Dumb. Liam the Monster And as we meander our way into season two, our dumb fucking idiots are just north of the city of New Dicks and just west of the Poon River and south of the Great Spooge Swamp, see it? And they're just riding in their cart. Do we have to go back to South Demon Guard City? Well, I'm still the wizard of South Demon Guard City. So, so. we're still going back to South Demon Guard City. <laughs> Fine, I'm just asking. Well said, Barfield. <laughs> I should check in with the Wizard Council. Yeah, especially now that Uncle Zerlin's been in prison for so long. God damn, you startled me. What, there's five fucking people in a pigeon in this fucking cart. Yeah, I'm here just pulling the fucking cart, you know. Yeah, we know, Dick. Thank you, horse. Yeah. Sensitive horse. But you're supposed to contact the Wizard Council as soon as you turned Uncle Zerlin in. Yeah, whatever. Where's my crystal ball? I don't know. Hobbit! Jesus, Jesus. You didn't chop up and snort my crystal ball, did you? No, no I don't know. Maybe. Nope, nope. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, great. Here we go. Stupid magic time. Ready? <laughs> yes, let's hope it doesn't shrink our dicks indeed. Shut the fuck up. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I hate magic so much. Never did it. Oh, it's head wizard. Is that you, Wallen? Yep. Have you delivered Zerlin to Wizard Helm? Yes. Good. I have news from South Demon God City. Yeah, we're heading back there right now. Wallen, you must head east. No, we're south. We're going north. Something has happened, Wallen. All right, what? Well, I can't tell you in front of me, him. What the f- In front of me? Why not? Well, you're not a knight of any rank. God damn it. I was knighted by a proper king. <laughs> not really. This is fucking bullshit. Send your owl, but head east. Well, can you tell me where I'm going? Yes. To the Halloween forest. Uh, May the wizard balls uh, of Balrog's ball testicles uh, be with you. Madam Blasphemer, out. All right, Marnie is the stupidest fucking... Oh, something terrible's going on. Yeah, what do you mean? Now, let me rephrase that. Something political is going on. Okay. You can say Marnie's politics is fucking stupid. Agreed. Actually, Liam, when you think about politics, it's part of a system that's obviously obsolete. Damn Only it. a tenth of the populace even Dick. approve of what the... You con- shut the fuck up, horse. I'm just saying government itself is bad. Yeah, it's a necessary evil, you weird idealistic horse. Yeah, whatever you say, Sparky, you guys are yeah, killing it. Shut up. I gotta get my owl out of my beard. Weird. Come here, Areola. Where are you, girl? So weird. There you are. I need you to go to Wizard Island and pick some shit up for me from the Wizard Council. Oh, fucking Marnia. That's exactly right, Ariola. <laughs> you dirty fucking pigeon, you stay away from my owl. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, they seem to be pretty smitten by each other. I don't give a fuck, Ariola. You gotta go. Fly fast. <laughs> Burfield, where the fuck are you going? Shit. 
Did you just say he's gonna go fuck your owl in that tree? That motherfucking. What's your problem, Dad? They're consenting, you know, birds. Barfield's just trying to be a dick. No, what's that? Yeah, not you, dick. Like a dick, dick. Now fight the system, Liam. Shut up, horse. Yeah, yeah. So what's the big deal with the Halloween forest? We've been through there, haven't we? Yeah, but not during Halloween. What you mean? It's even more fucked up. It's super fucked up. Yeah, slayers do training there. So do wizards. Because their slayer and wizard training courses set up. No, because it's psychologically fucking terrifying. That was some of the worst part of my training too. Hanging out with you guys sucks. You're telling me. Just pull the cart. Shorts. And that leads us to our final skit scat of the day from the Adventures of Gunner Halifax universe. It's the Adventures of Gunner Halifax. Do you just say stuff and not think about it? Or? Yeah, yeah, whatever. I call this exclusive short the showdown in space. Fucking super original. Right, well, space dumb, engage. Gunner Halifax shorts. Okay, who the fuck are these clowns? Captain, these clowns are like armed to the fucking teeth. But why is their ship in my space? I mean, probably because they feel like uh, it. Captain, there's large power surge coming from ship. Right, well, that's probably because they're going to shoot at us, Lieutenant Sides. Right, I just thought you'd like to know. Captain, would you like me to put the fucking shields up? Oh, yeah, we should probably put the shields up. Put the shields up. God damn it, putting the shields up. No, do it, all right. I am doing it, fuck. The shields are up. No, I'm not sure that's going to help us with that ship. I don't think so, Captain. Hey, they will fuck yeah. us up pretty fuck good. Shit, what? God damn it, Dr. Schmoggy. Hey, I'm sitting in Dr. Schmoggy's chair. Fuck you. Probe. Right, Lieutenant. Probe, you fucking dipshit. What are you writing a book? I don't care. Just tell me how the hyperdrives are doing. God damn it. Yeah, that ship is going to shoot at us pretty soon. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe too, Lieutenant Sidesaf. Just saying, we should probably get the fucks out of here. I'm working on that, Lieutenant Fuckstick. What? Probe, bring Lieutenant Gregerson up on the wave monitor. Fucking Lieutenant Probe, bring Lieutenant Goddamn Gregerson up on the wave monitor. Engine room. Lieutenant Gregerson, it looks like the hyperdrives are fucked. I've been saying that for many years. Right, we'll fix them. Right, if I could fix them, I would have fixed them like years ago. Mm. But I need new parts. Okay, we don't have those new parts because we're about to be shot at by some fucking aliens that I don't know of. Uh, Captain, I've been searching the spaceship records on the Infinite. Right, I usually use it for porn, but okay. Captain, the Infinite has no record of this ship. I see. Well, that could mean a few things. Well, we may have just encountered a new fucking species. Yeah, that's one of the things, but they're certainly pretty advanced. Yeah, that ship could kick our fucking ass. I noticed that. Lieutenant Gregerson. Uh, Yes, Captain. Well, can we use our sub engines to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're fucked up too, Captain. They're missing parts. Do we have some fucking ores or something? What the fuck? Uh, Captain, I've given you an itemized list like 13 times. Uh, This was your negligence that has caused us to be dying. Whatever, load the four-ton torpedoes and prepare to fire. Uh, What do you mean there's no fucking torpedoes, Lieutenant Probe? Uh, All right, well, that's fucking okay. Prepare the flex cannons. Captain, you wasted almost all the ammunition of the flex cannons shooting at fucking asteroids like three sub-cycles ago. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. This is the day that Slavs be dying. Drama queen. I am being okay with... Fucking not. Yeah, I'm not really for it either. I'm gonna go get a diet, Dr. Pepper. Oh, here we go. Just down in the hallway. Hey, Captain, we Fuck know you're God. abandoning us again. Fucking alien. You're fucking ugly. What kind of God would make a snot-eyed creature? Right. Yeah, Captain, the escape pod is down too. This not working. Okay, well, I've got a starfighter now. I'm gonna just go. I mean, I'm gonna go get a diet, Dr. Pepper. Uh, Captain, we're being hailed by that alien ship. All right. Fuck yeah. How do I look? Like soggy shit and cheap shirt. All right. I'm wearing pants, right? I think we have established already that you are not. No, that's right. Gross. But it looks like I'm wearing pants, Captain. Right. Put the alien thing up on the wave monitor. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what that means. Right, Lieutenant Probe, try and translate that. Right, we'll keep trying. In the meantime, alien... Now, is he choking or something? Should we send someone over there? Give him the Heimlich? Uh, Captain. Uh, yes, Dr. Fugly. Uh, my name is Dr. Smoky, motherfucker. Yeah, uh, yeah, what What do you want? And what's that weird pus that just came out of whatever those ear hole things are? Uh, when my species gets angry. No, no, never mind, uh, we're sack. about to die. No, just forget the, uh, that. Password. Well, that's gross. Just tell me what you were going to say. Uh, I think I remember this species from my studies. Uh. Okay. <laughs> no idea what you're saying, sorry. Do you have any idea what they're saying, Dr. Smoky? Uh, no fucking clue. Uh. Well, what the fuck was the point of bringing up that you remember them from your studies, Dr. Smoky? Uh, I just remember that shit shape from a fucking lesson. Eh? Alright, well, do you know how to defeat it? Uh, no. Do you know what it's called? Uh, yeah. Do you know what the creatures inside are called? Uh, do you know anything fucking useful? Yeah, I didn't pay attention in class. Eh? So, again, I ask you why the fuck you brought it up. Uh, I just thought it was neat. Eh? My memory is coming back to life. Eh? Uh, Captain? And what is it, Lieutenant Bambi? Uh, that spaceship just disappeared. Okay. Yeah, just jumped to light speed. Yeah, they must have scanned the ship and realized who they were dealing with. Yeah, according to inventory, they scanned our ship and then stole our nuclear missiles. Oh, yeah, I forgot we had nuclear missiles. And they stole our nuclear missiles? Yeah, I think they just trans Transported them onto their ship and then just left. What a bunch of cunts. Captain, they could have destroyed us at any moment. That might be true, but the thing I said about them being cunts can also be true. Hey, Pechnodians, I think. What eh? the fuck are you babbling hey, about? I think they're called Pechnodians. Well, okay, that could have been more useful before, but still not useful. Hey, I think it's interesting. Yeah, can I be dismissed, Captain? Oh, yeah, I forgot you're still up there. Fix some shit, would you? Yeah, if you could buy some parts. Oh, damn it, I need to go shopping. Yeah, you always say that, but then we never get those things. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, whatever. What do we need to fix the escape pod? <laughs> 
And so our final segment of today is our mega segment every week, Inside Shit with Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I. Oh, then I could just drink. What's that, Steve? I said I don't have to fucking talk to you. Right, well, we're just talking about random shit. We had a busy, busy week. Blah, blah. Right, well, here it is, the Inside Shit. Inside Shit. Inside Shit. Hi, Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Well, hello. How are we doing today? I'm good. We've been having a busy one. Yeah. That's for sure. We've got all the ice wall shit out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, most of it. Most yeah. of it, right. There's still a couple stragglers that yep. just ordered. So we should talk about that right out of the gates. Okay. Are we going to end this thing now? <laughs> you can't get the... or you can, We'll end it here at the end of the today, basically. Yeah. So at the end of today, we, there will be no more ways to get ice walls boarding passes except mm-hmm. for the $10 blue pass we'll always have that just for people that are catching yeah. on to the show later exactly exactly uh, but you know and with that you get your your boarding pass you get your ticket and the itinerary right. that's what comes with it yep and then of course yeah get access to all the stuff but yeah. at the end of today midnight tonight um monday eleven fifty nine p.m <laughs> no more those are going to come off the, the the market. Right. And so thank you guys so yes, much. Thank this you. has been a blast and I can't wait to, uh, to see what comes from it. I right. Mean, who knows? So we've got all sorts of plans. That's for sure. And uh, I know you've been working really hard. Yeah. As far as all the, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, and It's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, I, if I can get it done all this week and next week and the week mm-hmm. after, <laughs> uh, then I think I'll be happy. Yeah. But yeah, so we're in this together, guys. I have no idea. It's an adventure for me as a creator, mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully it'll feel like an adventure for you guys as listeners and participants. Mm-hmm. So, But I can't believe, I still can't believe the first day yeah. when I woke up, you're like, hey, <laughs> there's a lot of people going to the ice walls. Yeah, it's like a, jackass, we got to get this shit together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you made a lot of promises, better get them ice walls ready. And so it's been a mad dash since then. Yes, it has, and oh, it's been wonderful. It really has been. And yeah, there's, there's, uh, I dropped the, I accidentally dropped the ball in all of the chaos twice. Uh, I missed a thank you card for one of our people. And I missed, actually, I missed the freaking lanyard for someone else. No. I did. Sheesh. So those went out. They're on their way. I, I rectified the the situation within an hour of it being pointed out to me. So Monique does not like to make mistakes. I don't. It rarely happens. I don't. And so she's been flogging herself <laughs> up and down the house for... Well, a while now. Yeah, yeah. And there's no consoling her. It's really not. I mean, even if, if it's you that, that came in, that wrote in and stuff, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, no. It's like, there's, don't worry about it. You got to tell us. Yeah. Just, she's you, just crazy. Yeah, I am. I'm a little, I'm a little nuts. <laughs> no, yeah. she's a when perfectionist it, on that stuff, for sure. I, yeah, I've learned that I, I do have a little bit of an OCD thing going on, and I like having, which is going to play into my focus this week. Right. Uh, I had a few... Um, this is a little bit of inside stuff about myself. You know, I had a few uh, aha moments where I realized that I need to relax a little bit on some stuff. So we'll I talk need to about remember that. that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have a couple. As you guys know, you can buy a ton of merch. Yeah. You have a ton of items that you can buy, mm-hmm. and they come. From, we don't know where they come from. We're, we're trying to find the highest quality and stuff, but we work through two companies. Yeah. And. <laughs> They they ship where they're shipping from, mm-hmm. and they order where they're ordering from. Mm-hmm. There's a couple. I think we had a shirt in Latvia or something. Yeah, it came from Latvia. Yeah, and it got printed there and got sent over here, mm-hmm. and it's still not here yet. I know. One of our customers, and we're like, shit. They ordered it. I think September fifth. Right, and Monique. You know, and, and I mean, it comes from overseas and stuff, but when right. you guys are ordering stuff, it's not like you guys know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. We, we're not saying like it comes from the moon. <laughs> you know, we don't know. Right. Uh, and you don't need to know. You just want that shit as you fast just, as you exactly. can. Exactly. I don't fucking blame you. And so Monique and I, we don't touch that thing mm-hmm. except for that we designed it and then, yeah. you know, we let you guys know about it. But once we say that and you order it, it goes somewhere into the universe mm-hmm. and it's like. And then and it magically feel, appears in your mailbox. Right. Well, we feel pretty <laughs> helpless when it comes to right. the shirts and stuff that we don't control. That's why we always like selling stickers and we like selling mm-hmm. the, the beard oil and we like selling, you know, we're going to actually do an official t-shirt eventually here probably for the year anniversary. Yeah. Uh, just to and have it, it in-house. So that I was going to say, yeah, it'll be here. So I'm touching that thing. Right. I'm packing it and sending it out. Right. Because Monique is a machine when it comes to it. Like Amara <laughs> B and really Scatcast too. You're a fucking machine. You get all that stuff where mm. it goes and there's nary an issue and stuff. Uh, but yeah, when an issue does come up, it's like, oh, she beats her. She's still flogging herself as we speak. Well, you know, um, 
I'm sure all of you out there have seen that movie, the old movie from like the 1960s. The no, no, uh, Disney movie, 101 Dalmatians. Okay, I've never seen. Remember when the crazy? Uh, I forget what her name is. The uh, lady Cru- Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. You remember when she's driving the car? And she's chasing after, I think, the puppies, and her eyes do that spiral thing, and she's got her <laughs> cigarette hanging out of her mouth. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's me when I'm trying to pack and, and ship things. I get the spirally eyes. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is like, <laughs> just <laughs> hanging out. Yeah, so here we go. I we get a little nuts. She's a, she's I, a shipping machine. Yeah, kinda, or a demon or something. Maybe, you know, either way, I kind of lose it. And uh, perfection is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I, I, I'm chasing it always. I never get there. No, never. But does. I'm trying. <laughs> You're pretty awesome, though. So I got to give you props. You. Thank you so much for all. Oh. I mean, the ice walls was a lot of work for the two of us. Mm-hmm. This has been a, a two of us project for sure. Yeah. We got to work together a lot. We did. It's been fun doing that. And yeah, we got to touch everything before it left. Yep. We yeah, it was great. Whether it was design mm-hmm. or just touching it for. Uh, for signatures or mm-hmm. overseeing some jackasses signing stuff, yep. those kind of things. Yeah, getting those two to sign shit's hard. It is. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> we a, did. I had to chase Angus down in the toilet at one point. And be like, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Uh, he's not. You need to wash your hands and come sign this shit. He's not cooperative. Yeah, there might be a little. Angus Dingleberries on. There is no Angus Dingleberries. Who knows? You can't guarantee that. <laughs> There's some particles on there for sure. Gross. Probably gross. Poop particles. Why do we always go there? I don't know. I have no idea. But okay, the ice walls is we're almost there. We're almost to the, yeah. to the start and end of this. You guys freaking launch on Thursday. <laughs> That's right. And so for those of you that are enjoying all of the ice wall stuff, mm-hmm. this is going to be the uh, the culmination of it, I guess. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. Can we actually get to the ice walls? I don't know. But when it's done, it's done. Yes. And then we'll go back to the normal David mm-hmm. Negus stuff, probably. I don't know. I'm kind of an ass, so we'll yeah, see what, yeah. what happens from there. Nobody's but questioning that. Can you imagine if I doubled down? On, how dare you? <laughs> Here, I'm in podcast mode, and I almost missed that. <laughs> now i got to listen to interview mode, and i got to go back. And what was that again? Tell me about me and what I'm a piece of shit I am. I love you, wife. I love you, too. You've had a fun night yourself. Yeah, Let's, I have. Let, as far as the ice ball stuff, the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as being able to, I mean, you'll always be able to get the blue pass. Yeah. But but the the other passes kind of get you on the ship in a real way mm-hmm. where, uh, especially when you get the boarding pass and you scan it, mm-hmm. you'll see, you'll see. Uh, it's kind of a different thing. There's a tour of the ship. Uh, we'll seat you and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, I think. I think. I don't know. I haven't made some of this stuff yet, so I'm like, meh. And you spent all day yesterday writing it out. I did. And the then, stuff that you haven't recorded I've yet. I've got a lot of recorded stuff done today. Pages upon pages. But he there's a seriously lot sat on the back patio for nine hours, it was a dull I day. think, it was and good. wrote. Hung out with the chickens. Yeah. The dinosaurs helped. The dinosaurs. But I also wrote, you know, a couple other things, too. Mm-hmm. I wrote some Liam and some time traveling Jesus as well. Oh, that's exciting. So, silly things, all hey, is it is it, uh, is it NASCAR Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. It's hard to say. I don't know. Somebody had mentioned something about it's it. It's possible. I, I did mention that it, yeah. it may be that way, but I don't know. Left hand turn Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all lefty Jesus. That's great. Just making them big turns. 500 <laughs> left turns. I don't know how many left turns that would be. That's mm-hmm. probably 2,000 left I turns. I have no idea. I don't either. I should know more if I'm going to poke fun mm-hmm. at something. And especially if I'm going to go and have a character drive right. around in it. You'd <clears throat> think I would know more. So that tells you how much uh, likelihood there is that a NASCAR Probably Jesus Probably not NASCAR Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, you never Daisy. know. He just admitted to being an ass about, I don't know, three minutes ago. So you never know what you're going to get. Right. And I admitted uh, this week uh, about the shovel dick. Shovelcock. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Shovelcock, yeah. Uh, basically, there's, there's lots of things that I don't know about the world that I've fucking thought I did. I think we all are in that boat. Though. I'm broken. I think we all are. We're all broken. Yeah. But maybe None of me. us know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, me, me even less. We le- we're just pretending that we know. I'm going to stop there's pretending There's not now. a person on the planet that has all the answers that knows what the fuck they're doing. I don't have a single answer. Yeah, but people like me stress about it. Well, I just fall down and, when I try and walk. And we worry about it. And then we end up all OCD, like a people like me that act like they know what they're doing and have no fucking clue what they're doing. And they're just hoping. Nice. Is this a therapy session? What I are think, we doing? I think it might be. Tell me about my mother. <laughs> 
Want to talk about my mom? Shit. <laughs> let's not do that. It's leading into perspective. Perspective. Let's talk about that. Yeah. That's a fun thing to talk about for this week. That's your focus. That's my focus. Okay. My, trying to maintain perspective. Um, because uh, it's another one of those things that I do, and I do it often. Um, I'll gain perspective about something, and I'm, I'm focused, and I'm in high vibe mode, and I'm happy. And then that perspective just kind of kind of like falls away over time because I get comfortable with what I'm doing or whatever it may be and I settle back into my default and my default is to be serious and to be anxious and stressed out about things and that's just been my default since I was a child so that's something that I'm constantly working on and so as an example uh, I've gotten so wrapped up in the stuff that we've got going on here um, I've noticed that little things have fallen by the wayside. You know, I haven't mopped the floor in the kitchen for about a week. Right. And that's something that really bothers me because I go in there and I think, oh God, there's stuff on the floor. I need to mop the floor. Little things. You know, there's toothpaste on the mirror. Ah! Really? I can't see any of these things. It just kind of bothers me. Or, you know, there's there's like a little water dog I don't think there's here. anything on the floor, guys. You know? <laughs> just saying. There's like three kernels of popcorn. Oh, that's all me. Sorry uh, about by, that. By the garbage, Shit. you know. And you I think, think I, I could get all the things. It's like peeing in the toilet. No, you think I no, could no, get no. all the drops in. I notice After weird, all these years. I notice weird things, I guess. Well, me, me, me fucking up, apparently. Yeah, so, right. no, it's not you. I just leave you. a lot of little messes everywhere. How do you know the toothpaste is not mine? I don't know. Probably it could be. You know, all I'm saying is this morning I woke up and uh, I'm I'm anxious about these little things and they they go into my brain and I'll think about them at the most random times. I woke up at 530 this morning, sat up in bed and my alarm wasn't even supposed to go off for another half hour. And I sat up in bed and went, shit, I got to I got to work the fox today. (laughs) I haven't been awake more than three seconds, you know, or and it's nine hours away. Exactly. The the morning before that, I woke up and uh, I sat up in bed and drank some water. And I immediately thought of um, the kernels of popcorn that I saw by the garbage can. That's how my oh, brain shit. my brain works in this really weird way. So okay, guys, let me know how bad I'm fucking up there. <laughs> you're not. I, I really you're not. Fix that. You're not fucking up. It's, I'm not. That's no, not what I'm saying. I'm not asking you. I'm asking. <laughs> let me know how bad I fucked up there. She's just being a it's sweetie. Three kernels of popcorn. I know, but that's probably. It's not. This you brought it up three, four times as part of like a psych. You know, like. No, hey. I'm sharing this as my perspective. <laughs> this is so. What I need to tell myself Yo. is, it's three kernels of popcorn. It's not open heart surgery. You don't have to stab your husband. Nobody in the neck. is going. Nobody's dying over three kernels of popcorn. Especially your husband so, by being stabbed in the neck. <laughs> so with this going on in my head, this morning I sat down and I had my coffee, and our boy introduced me uh, randomly through conversation to crack <clears throat> <laughs> to an episode of Sorry. Hoarders. Which is a show that I've never watched. Oh, that's kind of like crack. So he said, you got to see this. So I started watching this episode of Hoarders, and it was supposed to be like the worst one ever. I don't know. Oh, he wanted to hit you hard with like the Albert Fish time suck version of Hoarders. I'm not sure. So I started watching this episode, and I literally was so appalled that I watched half the show with my face covered with my robe. Like I could smell what was happening in the video, but I couldn't, but it was just this psychological like, ah. So while I was watching this, it was very stressful for my brain, <laughs> really stressful. I was, che- I'm still chewing the skin off my fingers Jesus, wife. because it was a very stressful thing. Well, Tell me about my mother. So once we get done, I took a deep breath and I was like, wow, holy cow. And then I looked around me and I saw the tiny little normal lived in mess like things. Oh fuck, it's about those fucking popcorn. God damn it. All I'm saying is <laughs> three popcorn kernels a mess a does not make. <laughs> <laughs> no, correct. So my worry about a little splattering of toothpaste on the mirror. Uh, this little ball of dog hair that I noticed off in the corner that had gotten blown by the air conditioner, really. Would it it be distressing to you if I told you there's a little poop in the corner that I left just because okay, I that, that, there's two no, bathrooms there's two not, bathrooms and there's three of us that's something that is okay just a little poop. That, that's not okay just a chunk just trying to protect 
<laughs> you didn't poop in the corner, did you? I mean, I, I don't know. It's did, hard you to say. <laughs> did you want to get up and check? I re- no. Wouldn't that be funny? What, what, wouldn't that be kind of a deal breaker? Oh my it's God. like, hey, honey, how have you been? Well, good. Uh, but. Except for uh, <laughs> bathrooms were locked for some reason. I didn't think to even go outside. I just... Right by the uh, fireplace. Okay, the episode of Hoarders that I watched, the, okay. the lady shit in a bucket. Oh, she's I'm and on she's, the I'm on the right track. She pooped Baby. in the she pooped in the bucket and she like bottled her poop and her pee in giant water bottles and she the thing that got me was she <laughs> called it. She's like, well, yeah, over there, that's the dirty water. <laughs> what? That's for backup if the clean water dirty. goes. It's poop. Right. It's not dirty water. Well. I was just like, what? What? Anyways. Okay. So I'm not hoard shaming. All I'm saying is. That particular Three kernels of popcorn a mess does not make. Fuck my life. I will work on. uh, I don't want you to. Getting all the piss drops in the toilet as well. (laughs) What you're doing with your three three kernels of popcorn that they're under the right. I know exactly where they are. They're all over the place. But uh, with the three kernels of popcorn, what you're doing is you're acting as my. What's the word? My intervention. You're, you're intervening in my little psychotic little uh, rumination thing oh. that I've got going on. So you're helping me. Am I? You okay. are. You're right. you're helping me, and I'm challenging I'm myself. Knife, knife blows. No, I'm challenging myself oh. not to pick up those three kernels of popcorn just oh. to see. Just to, to see if see. someone else will do it. No, they care also about the no, house. No, no, no. Or maybe me because I fucking did the mess, and now I should probably pick it. I had to wait. I had to wait. I didn't pick them up today. <laughs> when I wake up tomorrow morning, I can. Gain the satisfaction of picking them up then. If the dog hasn't eaten them by then. Right. But it's just, it's that thing. I don't know. So my perspective is, my my focus is perspective this week to realize that what my fucking psychotic brain seems to focus on and obsess about is realistically not that important. It really isn't. Hmm. The three kernels of popcorn on the floor is not the end of the world. It's not. Uh you know we have a roof over our head there is a floor and a garbage can right our garbage goes in you and i own multiple garbage cans i know i mean fucking a so it's just something to to help me jealous keep me in perspective multi-cans i (laughs) we're multi-can family we have garbage cans in several fucking rooms in this house i'd say i've done well as a man you as a woman and we as people together we have garbage cans in abundance we could share garbage cans with our neighbors and still not feel like we've lost out in anything. Oh, my gosh. So Call, I guess If you're missing a garbage can, come contact us. I guess my challenge for myself this week is to try and maintain perspective. Right. And don't get lost in the minutiae. You know, because it's, the, it's those little things that uh, I get sidetracked with. Right. And so my focus is on the larger, bigger picture. So, and I will clean. I'm going to clean. Right. And I'm going to enjoy it when I do. But uh, to actually sidetrack very, very important things that are extremely valuable right now for popcorn, you know. Right. Because it won't just be the popcorn. I also know that about myself. I'm going to notice something else. Yeah. And then I'll, in the process probably of that, something I'm going to notice probably, something else. Probably did. I'm a... I'm a little mess around here. You are not. But just in case people were wondering, uh, info at scatcast.com. <laughs> let us know if you need a garbage can. Uh, we are fucking rich as fuck as far as garbage can. I'm sorry. I couldn't let that one go. That one tickled me. Oh, my gosh. It tickled me in this little spot here, mm. which uh, only you can see. It's right there. It's where it tickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho, that wasn't actually gross. The pre- well, I guess you could imagine it was gross. What's I'm touching, that? Just me touching myself. Oh. Okay, Stop that's even worse. Yourself. Goddamn, guys. Stop touching yourself. No. What am I done? It's all audio. You can't see, but it still feels invasive to me. I'm sorry. It's been a hell of a fucking week, so I think I'm a bit loopy. Yeah, I think uh, I am too. You just got back from, you know, she works at a place called the Fox Theater from mm-hmm. time to time with uh, the guy that runs the Fox. And I talked to him about doing an, an interview tonight. Yeah. And, and he's like, he's not super... 
interested in in talking publicly that much, mm-hmm. but he's the funniest guy one on one. So if I can get him comfortable enough, mm-hmm. I, I think he's got some of the best stories, and we'll put it somewhere as like a bonus thing. Oh here. man, he does some of the best. He stories. told me some awesome stories tonight. Yeah. Every time I see him, he's got something new for me. Well, I want to hear about your story. For I mean, you have every time you go work these shows, mm-hmm. you come back with a new story. This one was a kind of a fucking one for the record. Yeah, and for the well, books. It was it was historical. Uh, to say the least. So honestly, I mean, so tonight we had um, the champions of magic come through Spokane. Right. An From amazing. England or something, right? Yeah, the, the UK, yeah. yeah. Amazing group of, uh, they're not, I learned, they're not magicians. They're illusionists. illusionists. Yeah. Yes. I didn't even know that, but that's just, mm-hmm. magicians don't, modern day magicians aren't really interested in trying right. to tell you that it's magic. They want you to know that they're, a, tr- they're fooling <clears throat> you. Yeah, they're illusionists. Yeah. So I got to work with a nice guy, a nice guy named Alex, who I discovered uh, that he's not only the tour manager, but he's a producer and a performer. So that was kind of cool. Oh, so he was running around like a motherfucker. Huh? Yeah. And I gained a, a new uh, social media friend. Her name is Holly. Nice. She's one of the performers of the Silk so she hangs from the ceiling and does well, the dancing kind of like have, we have, we have that f- yeah well that's hell yeah yeah so uh it was a lot of fun i wanted to see the show because it's it's yeah. a lot of the kind of things that we want to do with sovereign where i mean right. i'm not a magician or an illusionist but mm-hmm. we want to incorporate that incorporate that kind of thing into yeah. our show more and more and right. we have been right but i, I didn't get to go because i was you were working i was working on Ashwells, man we've well, got a lot of work to do so halfway through the show actually it was more than halfway through the show they're doing the illusion of um they're dropping one of their people down into this giant vat of water and their ankles are chained together and the harry houdini yeah trick, exactly yeah. so they're they're in the process of doing that and i'm watching and then all of a sudden the fire alarm goes off in the theater and all the lights are flashing and of course my dumb brain i'm like oh wow they really got into the production of this show (laughs) i mean because it was perfect they drop him in and it's in there and the music is swelling and all of a sudden it's like Uh, right. I was like, wow, they even got the theater involved. This Not is sure. great. And then I, I see think Michael would want to do something. Like I that. know. <laughs> and then the lights are all flashing everything in. And then I see the security, CMS security, like jogging down the hall. <laughs> and I went, well, that's weird. <laughs> They're not part of the show. That's, that's, a- that's strange. And then I see Michael outside in the big bay window on He's the cell the phone. He's the, the manager. Yeah. And so I kind of like. Uh, the fox, not the bank. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the fox. So I kind of lean a little bit and I, I kind of lean outwards so he can see me and I make eye contact with him and he's on the phone and he doesn't look very concerned. And it's been like two minutes this thing's going off. And so he's on his cell phone and I look at him and I open my eyes really wide and I start pointing and he peeks down and looks through the window and sees the flashing lights and you can see him mouth. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Hangs up the phone and takes off running. So come inside. They had to evacuate the entire building. This was a sold out show of 1400 people. Mm. Um, And then all of the crew the the performers everyone had to leave except for the three managing bodies which michael was one of them were inside the fire department had to go in and reset everything the great thing is so there was 20 minutes left of the show they were just starting their finale right the thing i find fantastic is after about a half an hour on the street waiting for this to be cleared once it was cleared up most of the people went back in Mm -hmm. these performers got back on that stage started that stunt again from the beginning oh damn yep and then they went through and they did a little bit of improv there was some comedy they did they worked in the fire the 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 fire uh alarm thing oh good the the false alarm they worked that into it um there was some dancing and some music and then they went and they did a few more illusions and they drug this thing on an extra instead of 20 minutes they gave them 40 nice so they really I mean, they Hats really off. brought it. Yeah, they That's, did a great job. Heck yeah. So it was a wonderful show. Um, it seemed like a lot of people stayed because when I yeah. got there, it was mm-hmm. just getting out and there were lots and lots mm-hmm. and lots of people coming out of those doors. So. Yeah. But I got to meet, you know, I got to meet some great people, got to hang out and talk with Alex. He gave me a, one idea I haven't talked to you about yet, a 
for the merch, for traveling with the merch. Ooh. This really cool wooden box on casters, about mm-hmm. six feet tall, four feet deep, mm-hmm. um, and five feet wide is what about approximately what I measured. And they are, they're hinged doors, so when you open, open them up, you have shelves towards the back in the centerpiece. The two doors that open are also shelves, so they go flush against the outer edge. And it's like a... Um, My parents had those for their looks like show a ro- concession. It looks like a road case. Rad. Except it's a vertical. It's an upright road case on four casters with handles. They also had several semis, or at least mm-hmm. one semi when I was looking there, I think. so. Well, see, and I love that box because semis. it... It looks like a it looks like a an armoire on casters, mm. and that would be so perfect. That would be perfect. It really indeed. would. So, anyways, get, we should get Jake on that. Jake's yeah. a wood crafting son of a bitch, and he it's wants a to cool thing. He wants to build something. And if it's on casters, we just roll it onto the trailer. Hmm. Well, fucking a. Yeah. So, anyways, so did anybody find out what happened? Who? It was just false alarm. It was. There was uh, no fire. It was, no. So technically, they had to actually shut down the fire and smoke sensors in the body of the theater. For the pyrotechnics already. For the pyrotechnics that were going on. (laughs) That's why they won't let us have fire there. Now we're never going to get to do fire at the Now we're never. Thanks a lot, uh, champions of magic. You fucking wankus. So there was uh, smoke from the smoke machine, smoke from the pyrotechnics. They also shut the blowers down because they didn't want the back curtain moving because it's an illusion show. Oh, so the smoke built up. So the smoke built up and (laughs) actually got pulled through the back of the stage went into an office um, because of the the blowers were going on in the back they didn't shut those sensors down so it pulled that smoke towards the back and as soon as it hit those sensors it sent off the fire alarm which was what they were trying to avoid by turning the sensors off in in the the first place exactly shit I got this question for you yes that that this was a highly populated uh, show for chitrons yes it was Uh, how the chitrons do Children's, the children's, they did fantastic. <laughs> Good. All of them did great. There was one misbehaved individual. How'd they do when the alarm went off? Oh, followed all the rules, walked right out. Everybody was fine. They were actually excited. I bet. Uh, because, I don't know, a lot of the people, a lot of the guests also thought it was part of the show. Mm. They kept saying, is this real? Mm. Is this part? Uh, we thought it was a part of the show. And I'm like, me too. Um, there was only one misbehaved individual. Uh, and there was a lot of rudeness and a lot of, uh, you know, verbal not nice. And this individual uh, amongst the children had happened to be about 45 years old. <laughs> mm. <laughs> One man. Fuck. Absolute ass. Uh, just pissed. That's my age group. How dare. I know. How you dare should us. know not to. I mean, he <laughs> well, came up to and he talked to me and he was just like disgusted that he had to go through a fire drill. And it was like, you know, the the false alarm fire thing. And I said, well, goodness, you know, think of it this way. This isn't a show you're soon going to forget. Nice. And he said, he said something like, well, that's right. You know, as if it were a bad thing. And I said, well, you know, the other thing is it wasn't a fire. I mean, none of us are burned. Yeah. No <laughs> so shit. It could have been really it, bad. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps. Everyone's coming back and we're all enjoying the show. Can I get you, you know, want a t-shirt? <laughs> right. Would uh, you like a poster? You can buy it. It's and then he wanted something, priced. and he's like, "Okay, well, how much is that?" And I said, "It's twenty bucks." He said, "I'll give you 15 And I said, "It's, <laughs> it's twenty. Oh, I fucking it's, know it's, those guys. It's twenty bucks, man. Sorry. I've got a few buddies that are like that. It's like, dude, 50, what the? What? What do you think this is? Yeah, it's twenty bucks. I. This is not a negotiation. Yeah. It's priced the way it's priced. <laughs> you know, my my band used to play barter fairs and stuff. So some of the people I know in my life mm-hmm. are, are into that shit. Bartering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a fun night though overall. Oh man, you seem to have a so great attitude fun. the whole time. Yeah, and I it was had just a blast. you again. Just me doing with fourteen hundred people wanting to buy. Yep. Bunch of shit, and it was uh, yeah. Most of them that came up too, they were they were all families, mostly children, and uh, I don't know. Once you start working at something like this, you realize who your audience is pretty mm-hmm. quick, like two or three sales in. So my audience was actually surprisingly the kids. I didn't realize that, but that's who they were. They were the ones holding the debit cards. Mm. They were the ones with the cash. They were the ones walking up to the table. Tight. So, um, yeah. That's why they sold all those 
those monkeys. Oh, all the monkeys were gone. Yeah. All of the magic kits were gone. Yeah, they had so, magic kits. I yeah, love that. That was pretty cool. That's cool, but that makes sense. Yeah. So anyways, I got to talk to a lot of chitrins, and <laughs> they were all very sweet. Cool. Uh, most of them weren't shy. Some of them were nearly impossible to get a word out of them because they'd just look at me. And I'm not a scary looking person, I don't think, but they look very nervous. Hmm. Probably because they're talking to a lady who's, you know, they want to buy something and they're like, I don't know what to say to this woman. <laughs> She's making eye contact with me. Don't look at her. <laughs> I can sense her evil. Wait, whoa, which one's evil? Oh! I don't know what's going on. Well, that's your, that's your, uh, that's your story for yeah, that the was fox my, this that week. Yeah, that was my, uh, yeah, my trip to the fox. Hell yeah. Well, now let's switch gears just a touch mm-hmm. and we'll talk about this week's uh, last September dipshit files and what we're going to do yeah. uh, as far as we're not going to tell you what the subject matter mm-hmm. will be but we're going to do a little bit different format mm-hmm. we've done it once or twice before in the yeah. past we're going to read some of your, of your guys's letters we have some great correspondence yeah. great letters from listeners we've got a that ghost I've story that we've been on. wondering yeah. yeah so we're going to have fun doing that this week mm-hmm. and so that will that's basically it yeah. there's no more to say Except then, for that, keep those letters coming in. They're fucking awesome. Man, there's Those some really cool. great ones. I, I'm looking forward to sharing these. And then, of course, uh, yeah, once uh, next week hits, um, things change because yeah. it's October. It's Halloween. Yes. It's our time to it's be spoopy. It's our month. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, Sovereign, we live in that mm-hmm. month all year round. And so when it comes around, it's like, mm-hmm. we love it. Mm-hmm. But I think just you and I as people, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're, you are a California girl that mm-hmm. likes to grow things. Mm-hmm. So this is actually probably the worst time of year to watch all your friends, yeah. the plant friends, mm-hmm. kind of just go to sleep. Yeah. Some of them don't sleep. Some of them die forever. But yeah. anyway. Uh, you know, oh, but, thank you but, for bringing that up. You know, I'm just trying to be. Thank you for pointing out the throwing, very painful fact that uh, down. plants are going to die. You know, I like to be firm but Appreciate fair. You. I Appreciate like you. Firm and fair with the <laughs> people I love. Uh, but yeah, I know it's. But we're embracing it this year. Yeah. It's uh, Witchtober, mm-hmm. as far as we know, was as far as we're concerned. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, we've got lots of pl- lots of shit planned. We're gonna go to Salem. I know that mm-hmm. for one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a couple of crazy Halloween themed things. Uh-huh. I guess. I don't know what the fuck am I talking about. I don't know. But it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. That's all we got for the dipshit files this week. <laughs> I feel like we're we're winding down our conversation. I feel like we're kind of like staggering. Normally, you know, we meander. On no, the inside all, shit. But we're just kind of like drunken sailors staggering through this conversation. Both of us are. I just got done singing uh, eight voices in a sea shanty. So that actually is super <laughs> fitting, I feel like. Because that's actually a little seasick. Oh, that's great. A little seasick, I feel. <laughs> but yep. all right. I think it's time for a chicken update. Oh, goodness. Give me give me some information on chickens. Well, what are our damn dinosaurs doing? All of our girls are happy and they're healthy. Everyone is laying now. Um, they got their pecking order established. I've learned that Goose loves to take over the nest box and sit in there for hours. And she pisses off the other chickens because they want to go in and lay. And she won't let them in. So then they sit out there and they bitch and they complain. And one will start bitching and then two and then three. (laughs) And you end up with this cacophony of chickens (laughs) that are very upset because one hen is hogging the nest box (laughs) and she won't let them in there. So over time, she will eventually give it up and and let them go lay. But they want to be in the nest box to lay. And they don't want to lay anywhere else. I'm so glad. Now we Me don't have to do the Easter too. egg, or you guys don't have to do the Easter egg hunt around the yard. There is the only one who's laying outside of the box is still Janice, who wants to lay down in the window well in the rocks. That's so Every weird. freaking time. That's you so know, weird. it's like clockwork. However, Michelle, I have to give you guys an update on Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's Michelle has improved by leaps and bounds. Yeah. Her meds, uh, she was on a special eye ointment. We figured that out. And then I also got her on another, um, it's an it's an oil-based, um, holistic, I guess, natural it's medication. It's crystals up her ass. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> <coughs> but it's working. It's working wonders. And it came highly recommended by a bunch of vets, so... Awesome. Yeah, We've been using that, right? put it in her food, put it in her water, rub it on her beak. Um, man, she's doing so good. Stop it. <laughs> she's doing really good. Um, her eyes are now clear. The one eye that was getting creamy, milky looking that I thought she was just completely, she's 
still blind in that eye. Right. But that milkiness is going away. Yeah. It's not weeping or seeping anymore. She's not sneezing anymore. She's doing really good. And she's living in the house. She has been in the house. Today is day three, solid, of not going outside. And after 24 hours of being in the house, actually not even that, it was like 12 hours of being in the house straight, I noticed a huge improvement with her. Today's day three, she looks and acts normal. I mean, she's doing wonderful. Now, I did bring her sister in on day two just to see. You know, you probably missed your sister, so I brought a chicken in so she could, you know. She nope. was not happy with that at all. No. She walked around with her head held high, yelling at the ceiling. She's very upset. Mm. She did that for like an hour and a half until I put Romy out, and then she relaxed. <laughs> the other thing I learned is our little Michelle watches TV. Oh, man. Okay, so while I'm working downstairs, uh, while I'm working in the studio, I've got a little portion of my studio where there's a couch and a little table and it's a tight. TV. Yeah, it's cool. And I've got um, basically floor covering um, because I'm still trying to get her used to her diaper and her dress. Right. So when I don't have that on her, I've got this special floor covering to keep just in case she poops. Right. Um, so all I have to do is roll it up, take it outside. But in there, she's got her food and her water, and she's got the TV. So I started by listening to, I just put something on, and it was like a ghost show. But it was, I don't know, it was one of the, it's My Haunted House is what it's called. Okay. And it's kind of like a reenactment of ghost stories. So it's kind of like a docudrama, right. small docudramas. Anyways, I come around the corner. I'm not even paying attention to what's going on, but I know there's this like highly dramatic moment in the show where you can hear the music beginning to swell, mm -hmm. you know, and you can, I looked at the TV and the woman's creeping down a dark hall and I look at Michelle and she's standing right in the middle of the room, looking at the TV with her one good eye mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and she's, and she's just staring at it. Her neck is all stretched out. And I looked at her and I went, you know, I registered in my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, she looks like she might be tense. Like maybe nervous. And then the music starts getting louder and louder. And it's at that point where you know a jump scare is coming. Right. And she, her feathers like slowly fluffed out. And I went, oh my gosh, she's reacting to this. Actually watching the TV. <laughs> she may not be able to see it, but she can hear the music. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, bam, something happens. This woman peeks around the corner and it's the jump scare. Mm -hmm. When that happened, that chicken, I shit you not, jumped and ran behind the table. Oh. And I, I know, Ooh. and I watched this whole thing happen <laughs> in about, I don't know, an eight second time span. And I realized... We have a chicken that watches TV. Does that make her a creeper or a peeper? I, can't I don't know. <laughs> Our little black chicken likes to watch TV. So today, so um, I said, okay, if she's going to be watching TV, we need wholesome, healthy things for her to watch. So <laughs> I sound like a psychotic woman. Anyways, I put chicken TV on. There is a chicken TV. Yes. I went to YouTube and I found chicken TV. Nice. And it was four and a half hours of things chickens would enjoy seeing and hearing. Okay. So there was a, a crowing, several, many crowing roosters. There was the clucking sounds and the scratching sounds and the fluffing and the birds. And, and that's all it was, was just chickens. As Contemporary if you, chicken music. And stuff that <laughs> there they was like. no music. Oh. There was no music. But that's, it was that's cute. An untapped genre for any any musicians out there. <laughs> but it was cute because Michelle sat herself down and... And like, kind of like, I don't know, nestled in on the floor and just hung out. Cute. She's very cute. And she watches TV. That's the funniest thing. Yeah. Our little dinosaur. Mm -hmm. I need to get a picture of her watching TV because that's fucking cute. Hell yeah. yeah. Do it. Get it. So that's our chicken update. Everyone's happy and healthy. Um, we're coming, we're closing in on the warm season and it's getting fucking cold. Yeah. I actually had to get up in the middle of the night the other night and close the window and turn off the fan. Because I was freezing in our bedroom. Yeah, I'm freezing up there. <laughs> but we we're, like we like the open window fan, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's over. I'm trying over. to suck up every last drop of outdoor weather because I know 
once it gets too cold, I'm not going to be outside. And I'll be able to, you know, live vicariously through my memories of what it was like. You know, we can take a vacation at some point. I mean, we've talked about this, how we can't. But I I mean, we could at some point. We we could. Go somewhere warm when it's cold. Yeah, where I don't need to freeze. Well, actually. But we have chickens and. Yeah. yeah, Well, after this week, I won't be able to sleep with the window open of the fan on anymore. Because last night, I think we got down to like 42 degrees. Yeah, I could see my breath and I I think my boogs were iced. I I had iced boogs. All right, we just got a couple things left. That was our chicken update. Uh, the order of the elder turds. Yes. Are, are certificates. Yeah. Uh, after the ice falls, mm-hmm. we're going to be working on that and getting all of you guys that have been here for six months or longer. Yep. Uh, your your order. Yeah. Actually, you guys know the details, but we'll we'll get everybody what they need when they need it and stuff. And yeah. Some people might be even higher at this I point. I know. Because we're closing in on some tough. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out and yep. we'll... we'll uh, keep to a rigid schedule mm-hmm. because this is a uh, podcast about very serious things. I know. And Perspective. We, and we keep these fucking things serious because fucking life is serious. Three popcorn kernels. And if you don't hold on to the fucking goddamn bar really <laughs> tight, you'll fall off the fucking ride and everything will be destroyed. And it will be your fault. Remember that. Always. Hold on as tight as you can. Always. You know, I, I, I don't know why, but I was thinking of this the other day. It's like Oftentimes when we talk to people and when we're in society, Mm -hmm. we often tell people, it's like, you know what? You're just, you're okay just the way you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you just keep being you, buddy. Mm -hmm. And then, and I don't know who the hell I heard it from or who was talking about this, but it kind of just threw a perspective at me. I'll throw it at you guys. And it's like, that's the worst advice. Mm -hmm. Think about what reality is. It's like, you can be so much better Mm -hmm. than who you are. Try and be better than who you are. Okay. Be better, be, yeah, try I mean, and be better every day. Respect the a fact better that you're version self. of yourself. Yeah. Don't hold on to the bar so tight that it's like, I fucked up, even though you've been mm-hmm. here for a long time. And it's like, maybe you have made some mistakes, but mm-hmm. you know. Haven't we all? But be better. Yeah. It's like, it's great to be you. Mm-hmm. But we kind of live in a narcissistic society in some sense. I mean, maybe we always mm-hmm. have been this way and maybe I'm just jaded, but it seems like it to me where it's like people are like, I'm just great the way I am. You just got to respect me for what I am. It's like, yeah, but we're like, all supposed to, as responsible people, we're supposed to get better. We're supposed to, yeah, evolve, Always, forever. mature, and grow. Yeah. I thought as adults, like that's what we agreed on. It's like your one job is to do your best. Yeah. And your best is to get better because no one knows, not only not at all, mm-hmm. but very little do we know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might know a whole bunch in one field and that's it yep. out of a billion fields. <laughs> So I was just, I don't know why that triggered that in me, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like. Uh, just it, reminds me, <clears throat> reminds me of my grandma, grandma saying uh, at one point in the recent past, her saying, well, that's just how I am. I just say Be what comes grandma. to my mind. And I was like, oh, you mean rude? <laughs> <laughs> you mean you've settled at this point in your life? Like, I just decided I'm a rude person. Look, you you know, you may be 90 years old, but grandma, but after 90 years, you'd think you'd figure out how not to be rude to people. Right. I can't say much <laughs> since I say cunt on a podcast uh, to a national audience. So. Yeah, but you know what? You're not seriously, you're not serious at, about it. You know, you're not out there with the intent of anger oh, yes, and judgment and disgust trying to hurt people. I want to hurt. Not saying that's what my grandma is, because no, she's no. not. I'm just talking about that no, you're idea. Right. No, you're probably right. I get away with saying cunt because uh, I care. Wait. <laughs> Because it's because comes a, from a place of you're love. A, you're a caring cunt. I love I love you cunts so much. That's why I call you cunts, because I love. Yes. It's love. It's deep. Wife, you're uh, my favorite cunt. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I've, I haven't called a woman a cunt in a long time. I think I'm going to retract that one. I feel like it's over the line. Cancel this show. I, I think my laughter tells you that you are totally out of line. I feel like it is, but you're not... <laughs> You're not the one that's supposed to protect yourself. Other people that don't know you, ha- mm. that have your best interests <clears throat> in mind, are the ones that are... Because are... they're the ones that know better f- than I do about what I need. If, I, if I'm reading... Is that right? If I'm reading culture correctly, okay. yes. That okay. There are people out there to save you from yourself, even if you disagree with how they're doing it. Oh. Or if you even need to be saved. Oh, okay. They will... Because I don't know that I need to be saved. Yes, and they know better about my choices and my life and everything yes. else than you, I do. You get it. <sighs> I mean, if you just accept I just that. Wish if they would have just handed us a manual. If they, w- I think. At the beginning of this. You could just turn the TV on. 
you know. I mean, they're, they were trying to get the paperless thing going, you know. You know, there was, there was uh, when I was a kid, I think it was a teenager. No, I think I was a young adult. Remember the shoot your TV um, bumper stickers? I think so. Remember those? It was during the time of like the late... Maybe it was late 80s, early 90s. Shoot, bit, it was shoot your TV. That's a bit aggressive. I know, but, but still, it but, just reminds me. It's like, that's but that's what I grew up with. Shoot, right. shoot your TV. Turn the fucker off. Well, three channels did kind of make for uh, <laughs> a lot of similar messaging, a lot of ABC, weird kind of propaganda. NBC, CBS. Yeah. And PBS. And you PBS. always forget about PBS. People do forget. but it's, They it, had Reading Rainbow. They did. Well, that was the 80s. That was, those were brighter times. <laughs> the 70s, they didn't have shit. Well, they yeah. had fucking... They had Marlboro Oscar. Man punching fucking... They had Big Bird condor. with a gun. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Marlboro Man. Yes. Fucking punch that condor yeah. right in his face. Oh, man, that was... I remember watching those shows when I was a kid, and they were so traumatizing yes. to me. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, <clears throat> it's the uh, Mutual of Omaha's Wild oh, Kingdom no, and no, shows no. like now that. No, 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 it's Mutual of Omenclaw. That's what Angus says, because Angus is a rude... What you were saying earlier, Angus. Mutual of Omenclaw. <laughs> I feel like that's... <sighs> If you guys haven't, I'm sure you probably have by now, but if you haven't, check out Scatcast TV right here on Patreon. Yeah, they're on there. Uh, they're, they're on, on there. YouTube, too, for free. Yeah, if they haven't taken them down yet. True. I haven't paid attention to YouTube because it pissed me off. I know. We still put up our podcast, but that's it. But it pissed me off. I know. So, But all of the uh, Mutual of Omenclaw <laughs> uh, shit is right here on Patreon. Just, yep. just in the search bar, the tagline search bar, just look for Scatcast TV. And it'll pull them all up. Shit, yeah. Yeah. We'd appreciate it. Uh, I mean, we don't get anything from it. I already made them. So yeah. I hope you fuck. I hope you get something from it. Exactly. That's what I want in the world is for you to fucking laugh at something you that know, I made. You it's, know, it's, it's nature dumb. It's super. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's also, uh, you know, Marlboro Man dumb. Yeah. Hey. It's, uh, you know, pro-smoking dumb. Yep. So that kind of thing. <clears throat> dumb. It's stick up assholes of animals. Yikes. Dumb. Also, uh, Ultraman's on there. Those are some of oh, my favorite things that I made when I first got to Spokane so years ago. Yeah. Those were, I, I still have like three or four that I started on kind of. Really? Well, I grabbed the episodes and I started taking sounds out and putting sound effects in. Uh, but they're so far away from being done, but it'd be, oh, it'd be fun it'd be to do. Oh, it'd be great that if you could finish those. Yeah, with all the goddamn. I know, with all your free time. I done fucked myself <laughs> to do things that aren't just scat cast. So I'm glad you guys like this because it's really. I done chose a few things yes. where I have no time to. Yeah. Yeah. I like it though. It's actually a lot I'm, of fun. I'm loving it. I like telling stories and being a dumbass. <laughs> and I feel like I'm good at being a dumbass. You are. I've been a dumbass. You're a professional dumbass. Much. That's how I. You know, you are a professional jackass. You That's know? even better because Jack doesn't make you know people go. Oh, we're I'm, I married a jackass. Oh, well, and now you've there. you've developed it into a profession. Okay, let me know, guys, how bad well I done. fucked this up. With her. <laughs> I'm pretty sure throughout the conversation, some of you guys that are real keen on psychology have figured out Jack has gone astray. But how far? Let me know. Info at scatcast.com. All right, so we'll get those Order of Elder Turds things out. Uh, we've got more fucking merch coming out. Monique's, yeah. Monique's designed a few more things with a cool Expedition logo mm-hmm. on it. And uh, hopefully you guys will pick some of those up if you're going on that there Expedition with us. If, and if you not, want them, they're there. And yeah. if you don't, no big deal. No big deal. Absolutely. M- MBD, bitches. Yeah, but we try and make things that look nice. I love that logo. It mm-hmm. turned out with the, with the boat on it. And That's so cool. It made me happy. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Thank you guys for one last thing. Uh Apparently, uh, we got, I mean, I know this, but we got nominated for a country music award in our yes. area. Yes. And apparently you guys mobbed that shit. Oh my God, you guys brought it. Uh, and I don't know, I mean, we got, our band was nominated and like Shaden and I were both nominated mm-hmm. for male vocalist and, and the trio was nominated in three or four things, but mm-hmm. we got one thing where we're, uh, yeah. we're, we're nominated for, we go to the, we're playing the Bing Crosby Theater. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if we're performing or not, but we'll be we'll be there to mm-hmm. see if we win an award. Yeah, uh, I've never played the Bing Crosby. I've booked it. I think mm-hmm. I've said that here. Oh so yeah. So if we yeah, do yeah. get to play it, that I'll be shitting myself That'd and having a good so old time cool. for that one. I can't wait. It'll be fun. Also shitting myself in reality too, because you know as long I think as you I've shared. As long as you don't fall off the stage, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I really, I really don't have stage fright. I just, it's like what we talk about here all the time. Uh, the bigger something is, the more you, you're thinking you should hold on to. Yeah. It. And that's what it is. And in my brain, I just think of 
shitting yourself and falling off stage. (laughs) (laughs) Performing in front of people isn't so bad when you have a a band Mm -hmm. because you work really hard with that band and and that overcomes your fear a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's also not so bad if you have like my trio or something, Mm -hmm. or even as a solo artist, if you're playing a whole set, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever. Right. When you're up there for just a song, this is the second time Rusty Jackson has done this to he us. He likes this to is, make you uncomfortable. He the, wants to see you, challenge he, he's, you. He's doing these shows like that are on TV where it's like, and now we have this band, and now mm-hmm. we have this band. And it's like, that's great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also, and it's good for all of us in case any anyone ever wins an award outside of the Northwest or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's also terrifying because you only there's no warm-up besides what you no. do backstage. You better hope you there's warm no up. There's no sound check except for... Maybe you get lucky and get a sound check, mm-hmm. when, or like a line check. Yep. Which is different than a sound check. It's like, here, what's your sound like? There you go. Go play to the people now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that line check happens while you're making eye contact with the crowd. Right. You get up there and they're like, okay, let's hear what you got. Yeah. But I love that. I really yeah. do. After doing this for so many years, I mean, it is terrifying, but mm-hmm. I kind of like being terrified. Every time I lean into things that are terrifying mm. in the sense of creativity and mm-hmm. things that are outside of the box or challenges or mm-hmm. I don't know as these shows get bigger and stuff I mean uh, <laughs> I just am leaning into it it's like oh well mm-hmm. fucking we worked real hard to get here so it's kind of <laughs> I don't want to cancel now that I got a turd coming out oh, anyway yay I know I'm sorry but anyway so are you talking about turtling I think so <laughs> Just every time you see me on stage from now on, just think of that. The turtle. Just he's up there, just holding it in. <laughs> <laughs> he's just that man's up there making diamonds right now. Trying you see to, that? Trying yep. not to shit himself. <laughs> now at this point, you kind of lose yourself on stage after the mm-hmm. the first note. I said that here a few times, but mm-hmm. after the first note, and I think in comedy, like Dan would talk about it. I think it's like mm-hmm. after the first laugh, you're like, I'm in, and yeah. you kind of get locked in the zone. Yeah, that first note of, <laughs> and then you're fine. Right, I don't. Yeah, you know there have been shows in my life where the first note was like, "God squeak, damn it, no, squeak, no, I need to learn to warm up." And then the second note is fine, and then you're fine, and it's weird. Your brain's like pitchy, pitchy. <laughs> I've been pitchy the majority of my career. It's been the last few years that my ears have been like, "Let's see if we can work the tone and the pitch and everything together into a key." Mm. Yeah, but anyway. All right, last thing. But yeah, thank you guys for getting us nominated. We're not a country band at all. Mm -hmm. We played one country show, as you guys may know, and that's what got us nominated. You probably saw that. uh, The whole song they played, they played one song. Yeah, it's on the... And it's in the shitbox. And that's what got us nominated for Best Acoustic Artist. I thought you guys Uh, did great. But that's... (laughs) There's a lot of great artists in this area, so we don't expect to win. I know. uh, I know. But now that our audience, this wonderful, uh, giant little fucking... Giant Mm -hmm. little... Giant little... uh, Bunch of scat sacks mobbed the shit out of this... I, I don't even know uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I as a person... you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. We'll see how we do, right? Yeah. We'll see how we do. But yeah, thanks for even getting us in the conversation. We consider ourselves not country, but now we're going to have to rethink things. Yeah, well, you guys are in the conversation now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like being nominated for a country award allows us to put some, somewhere country in our... Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much. Yes. Appreciate it a ton. Uh, if I get a chance to play the Bing, it's because of you guys. So I fucking, I can't thank you enough. I love that venue. All right. That's the end of the show, I think. Yeah. I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. Yeah. And I hope you guys focus on perspective. Yeah. I'm going to try as well. Maintain perspective yeah. anyways. Uh, remember, no matter what it is you're doing, unless you're an open heart surgeon, surgeon yeah. it's not open heart surgery. Yeah. You know, and even if it is open heart surgery, you know, you're doing your best. Yeah. Do your best. That's all the universe can ask of you is to do your best. If you're not doing your best in like every moment, just overall. Yeah. Do your best. Do your best. Be a human. Have your fucking mistakes. Have your flaws. But when you when you have your mistakes and your flaws, try and fix them. That's your job. Don't be satisfied. Like, I'm just me. And that's great. Mm -hmm. We can always be better to the day we die. We can get better and better and better. Or, you know, at least something. We can move down a line. Maybe we get more terrible. Maybe we get more cruel. I don't know. Try and be better. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. Inside school, baby. 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 Bing bong. Ba-dong-dong-da-dong-dong. Ha, 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 ha.